What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you today with a topic that we get quite a bit from people, and it is: Can I drink alcohol and still lose weight? Can I drink booze and still, you know, have fat loss happen? Can I have a bunch of beers and still build muscle? Insert whatever the goal is, and can booze be part of it? Essentially, is what people are asking us. And uh, I'm going to tackle this from a few different uh, perspectives. I'll give you my take on it, what I personally do, my belief system, and what we suggest to our clients and people who are like you guys to uh, to your benefit. And super quick, uh, before you even get into this, uh, I do think it is possible, 100%, I believe this, that you can have a cocktail or a drink every single day and still be in phenomenal shape and see phenomenal results. It just comes down to you and what you do around that. And this is not an advocate blog, you know, to go drink booze or to not drink booze. I'm just going to share with you my personal beliefs. You guys are all grown adults. You're in control and you have a choice. You can do what you want. Um, Here's my personal take on booze. And this is just me, my personal life. Uh, I'm not a huge drinker, you guys. Uh, Maybe a couple times a year at the most. If I wasn't married, uh, I honestly don't know if I would ever drink. uh, Just because my wife is way more social than me and she's... uh, she digs it, and it's part of her life and her career and what she does and with her friends, and, and I'm all for it, and they do it responsibly for the most part, and, and I can dig it. Uh, if it wasn't for her, maybe one day per year when I get with my buddies, I might have a couple of drinks. Other than that, um, on my own, I probably would never choose to. And again, it's nothing about the vanity part of it, how I look. Um, it's more for me from a health perspective of, of how I feel and go through my life. Um, I've had multiple health issues throughout my life, you guys, and adding booze to it is not probably the most... Uh, genius thing I could ever do. And I come from an, an, a very uh, addictive family. Uh, a lot of people in my family, you guys have suffered from substance abuse, uh, alcohol, prescription drugs, street drugs. I've seen it my whole life. Uh, I grew up in that ecosystem. And uh, I, I'm an addictive personality person. If you guys know me at all, um, it's probably it's it's the reason why I excel at a lot of things. To be honest with you, uh, it's the reason why I could become become a great shooter uh, in college because the obsessive compulsive you know need to shoot uh, and the rhythm and the pattern to follow it to to be obsessive over and over and over. It's why I'm great at uh, fitness and strength training and understanding patterns because I, I do that. It's how I listen to music. It's how I read. It's how I write. It's how I do everything. Um, it's how I drink alcohol as well. And in college, I would never be the guy who could have like two or three beers. I would be like the guy who has twenty beers. You know, I wouldn't have one or two mixed drinks. I'd have 13 mixed drinks uh, until, you know, I'm in the corner peeing my pants and headbutting the wall. Uh, It's another life and another podcast and story altogether, but that's who I was. And I didn't really like the person I was when I drank alcohol. Um, I would let it, uh, I don't like things having control over me. Uh, And I don't like my inhibitions to be lowered. I don't like the person that I was, how I talked, how I thought, how I treated people, the decisions I was making on alcohol. So I choose to stay away from it. And I'm just, uh, I'm personally a better human being for it. Now, I'm not saying that's you guys, but, uh, you know, I, I've seen people in 12-step programs and I've been through the process and I, I just, it's not for me. Uh, but again, you can be ripped and shredded amazing drinking booze and you can do that uh, even having a drink every single day. So I digress. Uh, there are typically two schools of thought, you guys, in terms of drinking alcohol. You know, most coaches and people will say, one, you know, you should never do it, you know, sabotage your results and, you know, you'll never look and feel the way you want to. And then number two, you, you can drink booze, just be smart about it, manage it, you know, do it in moderation and eat a certain way around it. And I'm kind of from the, the school of thought of number two, you can definitely do it. You just have to uh, do it responsibly and do it the right way. And, uh, you know, ask yourself, is the juice worth the squeeze when it comes to drinking in certain situations? So uh, with that said, uh, the basic stuff, you guys, alcohol does not make you fat. Uh, it just doesn't. Uh, eating more calories than your maintenance level, that makes you fat. 
Uh, alcohol itself doesn't really have the, the, the power to do it solely, uh, just because they had to, the, the calorie count is probably never going to be dense enough unless you're drinking so much it goes ridiculously crazy. And I'll talk about that in a second because the, the alcohol calories, uh, they're empty calories, you guys. Uh, and they won't really provide you enough energy to, to help you do anything. They won't help you recover. They won't help you build muscle. Uh, it's just very, very basic stuff. Uh, in terms of this, uh, alcohol, and we're talking macronutrients here. Proteins, carbs, and fats are the, the big three macros. Alcohol is technically like the fourth, you know, kind of weird family member that's like kind of your, your fourth macronutrient uh, that's just kind of left out on the side. It's the, the odd one that really doesn't fit in. In relation to your diet, uh, it's not essential for survival. You just don't need it. Uh, and alcohol is metabolized, you know, completely different than the other macronutrients are. If you think of alcohol as kind of like... It's a poison, I guess, if you, if you think of it that way. It's, it's you know, how I classify it. It's, it's a poison for the fact of if we eat too much of it, you know, or drink too much alcohol, excuse me, we'll puke and throw up. It's why in college when you have 22 beers, you throw up so you don't die. It's your body's, you know, defense mechanism to protect you. Uh, but basically, alcohol is kind of like this, this strange thing that it takes precedence over everything. As soon as your body detects booze, its number one goal is to get rid of it, uh, because it doesn't want it to be there. It doesn't want it to store it. And again, it wants you to survive and live. So in terms of this way, Brown University did a study where it, it basically said once you drink booze, it enters your system, goes into the stomach, into the small intestines, uh, where the blood vessels can carry it to your bloodstream. So approximately like 20% of alcohol and booze that you drink is absorbed through the stomach. The other 80% is absorbed through the small intestine. Alcohol is metabolized by the liver. Uh, the enzymes will break down that booze and then understand the rates of metabolism is critical to understanding the effects of, of booze in your body. So in general, your liver can process about like one ounce of booze uh, per hour or one standard drink. So if you guys go out and have a beer or have a glass of wine, for most of you, um, we're all a little bit different. It'll process that drink at about a rate of one drink per hour. If you consume more than this, more than one drink per hour, your, your system becomes saturated and the additional alcohol will accumulate in your blood, in your tissue, until it can be metabolized. This is why having, you know, multiple shots or playing like flip cup or like Edward 40 hands, which we used to do in college, which is so stupid. You buy like two 40s, you duct tape them to your hands and you got to drink both of them uh, before you can go on to the next thing, which is usually just laying on the ground because you're shit faced. God, the fact that I'm alive, you guys, is just a miracle uh, in itself. Anyways, my point being, when you play drinking games like that, or you're drinking, you know, two or three drinks in an hour, it results in a really high blood alcohol concentration, which can last for several hours. Now, if your body didn't metabolize those that booze quickly enough, meaning a you drank way too fast, it can build up in the system, causing damage, obviously, to your cells and to your tissues. And your body wants to get rid of the booze so quickly that the other macronutrients in your system are kind of, you know, left on the side. So meaning that the booze takes precedence. So when there's alcohol in abundance in your system, when the concentration level is so high, your body can do nothing else. So A, it can't use, it can't, it's not burning, you know, carbohydrates for fuel and, and burn, it's not f burning fat. Oxidation isn't happening. So basically what I'm saying is when booze is in your system, your body does not burn fat. It does not build muscle. It does not do anything other than just prioritize the booze and try to get it out of your body as quickly as it can. So if you guys take away from that, 
Uh, it basically puts your body in kind of this, you know, fight or flight mode. Like, let's get rid of the alcohol as quickly as we can, which is cool because it keeps you alive. But two, it, that does hinder your, your fat loss and muscle building results. So super fast, you guys, as we run this down, I'm going to break this for you. Macros, hopefully you guys know I have a podcast on this, Macronutrients. We have a blog on that on the Jeremy Scott Fitness website. But basically what I'm saying is when you think macros, protein, one gram of protein is four calories. One gram of carbs is four calories. One gram of fat is nine calories. One gram of alcohol is seven calories. So if you count macros, here's how I would track macros in your stuff. I tend to go the carbohydrate route, and I'll explain that in a second. I think it's the better way to go. So if you look at a label of your favorite, you know, vodka, Tito's, Grey Goose, whatever it is, uh, one ounce is typically the serving, maybe 1.5, depending on, you know, what brand you guys dig. Now, if you look at the label, most of them, no carbs, zero carbs, zero fats, zero proteins, but yet it still has 69 calories, 70 calories, give or take. Now, if you take that calorie number, 69 divided by 7, which is your one gram of alcohol, you'll come up to roughly 10 grams of alcohol or 9.8 grams of alcohol. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys. So when you're counting macros, proteins, carbs, fats, there's really no alcohol category. So what I tend to tell people to do is put it under carbohydrates. So you understand what one ounce of vodka, for example, would cost you in terms of carbs and calories. So if you took your one ounce of Tito's or Grey Goose and you're at your 69 cows, you divide it by four, for carbohydrates, that gives you about 17 and a half ish, or about 18 if you round up grams of carbohydrates per one ounce of Tito's or Grey Goose. You guys can do the same thing if you go uh, with a can of beer. So, my old roommate, shout out to Jim Donchi, we used to have a keg fridge in our living room, and he would only do diesel. And when I say diesel, I mean Budweiser beer. Bless his heart, but man, that was, it probably took 10 years off my life. But uh, if you drink one Budweiser, and you want to track that, you would take it, which one Budweiser uh, is about 146 calories, divided by four, which gives you about 36 and a half, or if you round up to 37 carbohydrates per, you know, one can of your Budweiser, essentially. Now, if you do that, a normal Budweiser in itself already has 11 carbohydrates. So what you would do is you would take the 37 plus the 11, meaning your one can of, of Budweiser is 49 carbohydrates, not just the 11 that's listed. Hopefully this is making sense to you guys. Uh, we can break it down in a little bit more detail, but there is a cost of everything. And so if you're tracking it, and again, for you guys, if you're doing a, and a bud heavy is diesel. So if, you're, if your goal is fat loss, don't be drinking diesel every single day. But that would be about 49 carbohydrates if you're factoring it in the way that we're kind of breaking down alcohol in the system because those calories have to account and go somewhere. So again, same thing if you guys are doing like a, a Tito's or Grey Goose, obviously you can see it's a, it's a better choice doing one ounce of that over, you know, a full like heavy body beer. But again, it's, it's 18 carbohydrates. Is that going to crush your day? No, it's not. But understand if you're doing multiple drinks in a short, small duration, it is going to saturate your system and it's going to slow things down and hinder them. And that's where people get into the problem. So what I would suggest is this, if you guys are going to drink booze, Make booze be the, if you're doing one drink a night and it's one ounce with your steak and asparagus, you guys are going to be completely fine and you're cool. If you're going out and having seven glasses of rosé and then it's 2 a.m. and you're shit-faced and you're going through Taco Bell buying a five-buck box, yeah, 
probably not the greatest choice. That's going to drag you down and hinder your results. So my advice to you is if you're going to either drink booze, drink booze and let that be your kind of cheat or treat, or if you're going to eat food, then eat food. Try not to merge the two together. So meaning if you're going to eat really well, have some booze, but don't drink a bunch of booze and then stuff a bunch of tacos and cookies and shit in your mouth because that's probably not going to get the job done. What I suggest to our people is this. If you're going to go out on a Friday night into happy hour, enjoy it. Make sure you're active that day, super hydrated throughout. Go to happy hour. Try to have a drink per hour, not more than that. If you do, Try to drink as much water as you can in between just to stay hydrated and fluid. And then when you go home for the night, have your regular, you know, normal meal, eat like a healthy person, and then go about your day the next day. That's probably the best way to do it. And again, if there are those rare occasions when you get up with some, you know, some friends from college or a birthday party or an anniversary or something, you want to go nuts and have, you know, seven beers or you want to have six mixed drinks, then that's your choice. But just understand, eat as well as you can on top of that. Typically, you know, lower fat and lower carbohydrate and just a normal kind of protein day because your body's not going to be able to burn those carbohydrates off. Your body's not going to be able to oxidize the fat. It's not going to be in the kind of fat burning mode. It typically is because the booze you're drinking is taking precedence over everything. So my suggestion is if you're going to have multiple drinks in a smaller amount of time that day, eat less carbohydrates and less fat that you usually do. Make sure you're active, make sure you're hydrated. So you're minimizing the damage that's going on in the system. Two things are going to happen. One, when your carbohydrates are less and your fat intake is less and you have one or two drinks, you're going to be lit within about two seconds. You're going to be rolling off your normal one or two drinks. If it typically takes you three or four, now you're, you're a cheap date, which is pretty cool, but you're cutting down the response time. And so your body can kind of funnel that stuff through a little bit faster than it typically would. So hopefully that helps you guys. You definitely can drink booze and still be in great shape. I would just suggest to do it in moderation. And if you are going to do it a little bit on the heavier side, like having more than one drink per hour or having multiple drinks in a night, let's say three, four, or five, I would just keep the eating as best you can. And a simple way to think about that is, you know, eat a leaner, you know, go out and have dinner. If you're going to have three drinks or four drinks, get a leaner piece of fish, a bunch of green vegetables and try to limit the the heavy fat foods, the heavy carbohydrate foods. So your body can process that booze a little bit quicker. And again, I can't stress staying hydrated enough just so it's easier on your body uh, to kind of do its thing. And so you don't feel like you got hit by a bus the next day. Because typically it's not just the booze, it's the dehydration that adds into that. And that's why we feel like, you know, a bag of shit the next day if we had way too many drinks and uh, veered off the path. So hopefully this helps. Any other questions you guys have specifically, let me know. But that's how I would drink booze. If you're going to do it, do it responsibly, please, you guys. And again, if you if you don't eat in your life, I don't see, you know, you have to throw it in there. But if you do for social obligations and you just enjoy a drink here or two, uh, feel free to have it. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy. Your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. If anything else you guys want to see or hear on the podcast, please DM me, message me. I'll make it happen again. Drop me a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to this. I'll appreciate it. Peace.